Once upon a time in a magical land of make-believe and mystery, there were two girls who dreamed that one day the stories they read in books would come to life. They often wondered what it would be like to see characters from those books live in their world and even interact with characters from other books. Those dreams have come true and those girls are now grown, but their imaginations are still filled with the magic of childhood and every week they like to take an adventure beyond Storybrooke. Welcome to Beyond Storybrooke. I'm Trina. And I'm Addie. And we're here to discuss episode six of Once Upon a Time, which aired November 2nd, called Family Business. And now here's your quick recap from Trina. In this episode, Belle's mother dies at the ogre's hand, but Belle doesn't remember, so she plans a trip to Arendelle, where she meets Anna, who agrees to help her find the trolls to restore her memories. Anna meets her new aunt, the Snow Queen, and does not trust her, which is why she wants to see the trolls and show them the sorcerer's hat. The Snow Queen finds them, takes the sorcerer's hat, along with Anna. Belle blames herself for Anna's disappearance. In Storybrooke, Snow, Emma, Charming, Regina, and Henry find the Snow Queen's truck and see that she has been following Emma throughout her life. We discover that the Snow Queen, Anna and Elsa's mother, have a third sister and the end game is for the Snow Queen to recreate her family. And we'd like to take this time now to give a huge shout out to those who are joining the community over at Facebook. Surprise! The Beyond Storybrooke group. And if you're new to the show and you want to also jump in there too, just go to beyondstorybrook.com and the link is right there to join the group. Huge, huge shout out to everybody. It keeps growing like every single day and very, very excited to have you guys in there. We also want to give a couple shout outs to those who are have been contributing a couple stories that have been giving us some backstory to what's going on, what's to come. So let's start off with you, Trina. First, I want to say thank you to Faith McQuinn, who posted an article where they interviewed the writers of the show, Adam Horowitz and Edward Kitsis. And they kind of, all the questions that we've had or been talking about and wondering, they kind of answer, but vaguely. Uh, we do know that, as I predicted, it's not the last of Lily. Um, Maleficent may be coming back. And the timeline of Once Upon a Time right now is after Wonderland. That kind of gives us a perspective of where we're at in the story in regards to Will. Also, they do say that the honeymoon house where Belle and Rumple stayed at, there's going to be more backstory on that as well as how it just appeared. So there's a lot of insight in, in, in the actual article. So if you haven't checked it out, go check it out. That's really helpful because we actually kind of discussed that in the first couple episodes here on Beyond Storybrooke. Where is the timeline of this? So that article alone helped us a lot. So thank you so much for sharing that. And now I want to give a shout out to Erin Schmeling, who she posted on the group. I hope thinking the Snow Queen is Elsa's birth mom is over. I did not like that prediction and would feel like that would ruin the frozen art. Erin, I do have to agree. I know prior in prior episodes, I kind of threw that prediction out there. But after the last episode, I realized that that's that prediction is totally out the window, especially now that we know that there's three sisters involved and they are actually sisters. Yeah, I, th I think it's kind of a stretch to for them to change that storyline and say that 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 is her birth mom. I don't I don't think that that's going to happen. But you know what? We never know. There's always a surprise. And I love that in this episode, 
Elsa said something along the lines like, oh, I didn't know they were related. And then Hook said, you know, once you've been here long enough, you'll find out that everybody's related. (laughs) Which is pretty funny because if you drew a family tree Mm -hmm. and try to map everybody out, somebody is, everybody's somewhat connected and related to one another, which is funny. Can I challenge you to something? What is that? And I challenge you, the listener as well, to help us out and uh, get this together. Before the season ends, we need to put together a family tree. Yes. Yes. I've tried to put one together, but I stopped. I definitely want to go back into it and remap the whole thing again. If you, the listener, have started one and have one more current, please share with us on Facebook. Yeah. And let's just get this all out and get it. We can continue to grow it as the seasons continue and as the storyline reveals itself. Uh, Now we have an introduction here with Elsa and... Anna, which probably won't end up on that that tree, but they will be in existence. So let's get that together. So yes, challenge. It's a challenge before the season goes off, to, either on a break or the before this. Yeah, on the hiatus for the winter. So all right, moving forward. All right, so I do want to say thank you to Justina as well. Uh, as in previous episodes, I I did not know anything about the Wonderland storyline, and she was kind enough to send us an email and gave us a little background of Will Scarlet. Yes, thank you so much, Justina. As you know, we had trouble understanding his story. What's his mission? What is the what is his story really is what we kept kind of getting hung up on because we did not tune into uh, Wonderland. We did, I think for the first couple episodes, then we just couldn't keep up with it and felt like it was too much too soon. But thanks to you... We now have an understanding of what's going on with him and it kind of gets the wheels rolling of what's to come. I'm starting to get some predictions in my mind. Yep. And we although we didn't see him in this episode. No. Uh, we I'm didn't. pretty sure he's not it's not the end. He will come up. So thank you so much Justina for taking the time and sending that to us. Thank you. Thank you so much. So if you don't know the Wonderland storyline, I'm going to read real quick uh, just a real briefly Oh, awesome. Yeah, the history of it, uh, according to, you know, Justina. So thank you again, Justina. So Will was one of Robin Hood's merry men. While in the Enchanted Forest, he stole a looking glass from Maleficent's castle. He wanted a new start for himself and his love, Anastasia. Her mother did not approve of him. The looking glass was a portal, and he took that with Anastasia to Wonderland. Anastasia was seduced by power and married the Red King. This left Will heartbroken and back to his thieving ways. Will had many adventures with Alice, but his heart always belonged to Anastasia. As time went on, Anastasia's heart began to turn to the side of good. However, she died fighting the evil that Jafar was causing in Wonderland. But then the magic so powerful that it could break the rules of magic brought Anastasia back to life. Because her heart was now pure, Anastasia became the White Queen. She married Will, and therefore he is now the White King. Justina writes on, but we know in this world that magic always comes with a price. I believe that finding Will clutching a page from Alice in Wonderland drunk in front of the library means that something has happened to Anastasia. Much like Rumpelstiltskin, there is a creature in Wonderland that makes deals. Is Will's mission from the Caterpillar to find a magical object in return for a solution to whatever problem is plaguing Wonderland? Is Will paying the price for whatever magic brought back his love? Getting to Storybrooke around the ice shouldn't be a problem for Will. The White Rabbit has made a portal to Storybrooke before. I also have a crazy theory about the Ice Queen. 
This season seems to be about villains getting happy endings. Could the Ice Queen in the past love Emma and wanted her to be her daughter? Does she want to steal a piece of Snow and Charming's family and make it her own? She just wants a family that loves her. Does she feel like she lost Emma in the past, but she will get her this time? I don't know. It might be too crazy. A theory, just something I'm thinking about. So a lot of good pieces there. Oh, a lot of gems. And one thing that I like that she mentioned is the fact of how Will is acting. That, yeah, maybe there something bad happened to Anastasia. And that would really explain what's happening to him. And he just wants to get back. He wants to find a solution. And that's why he's reading these books. Because maybe reading these books have a solution. I mean, they look at Once Upon a Time book. That storybook is kind of an answer book to them. So maybe he's trying to find a solution in the book. Right. Remember he was digging something up at the beach. We still mm-hmm. don't know what he was looking for. Was he well, looking he for said, like a portal? Well, he said like a map. Mm. Right. He lost his map to the map of some sort or something like that. I don't know. He's hard to understand. <laughs> yeah. And then he's he's very twisted with his words. He kind of mm-hmm. has that wit. The riddle. Yeah. yeah. The wit, witty riddles. Right. So your theory about Will also goes hand in hand with the interview with the creators because they say that this does take place after Wonderland. So, oh, it aligns. If, right. So it t- absolutely aligns. Mm-hmm. And one thing I want to mention too, and this is for anybody, that no theory is too far fetched. I mean, it may be crazy. Just throw it out there because I we like the open discussion. I mean, I threw out a crazy theory in the beginning, and now I'm like, sh- it's shot down because of the last episode. Right, but it's it has. You know, the food for thought. You never know what's going to happen. And it's just just like the show. It's it's fun to unveil what's actually going on. What's the possibility? That's the fun part about Once Upon a Time. Yeah, it's like we all have different pieces mm-hmm. in our head and we're trying to put them all together. So collectively as one, let's just throw the theories out there and try to figure it out. Right. So your theory, her theory about the Ice Queen wanting a family. So we know that's true. It, mm-hmm. It's been said. But what kind of family? She does want a family, but what kind? Does she want to replace her sisters? or Like she wants to replace her sisters or have a family of her own as daughters. This kind of reminds me of Zelina. She wanted That's to right. feel like she belonged. She That's wanted right. that. But they both do it in, in a very controlling way, very aggressive way. So it's kind of like you can't, you can't force love. It's always been in any fairy tale, in any storyline, love is one thing that you can't just force. Here she is on this mission to try to get Emma back. Because I think uh, Justina brought this up, that maybe in the past, she did have Emma. She was controlling her, maybe at her foster home or whatever it was. But as we know, Emma was really a rebellious type of teenager, young adult. And and then she got, you know, she met um, Neil and they were right. kind of both on the run, always breaking into things, always stealing things. So I'm thinking maybe she became like her best friend in the past because that's what she knew. And oh, she kind of right. took that that combination of, well, you know what? If I forgot her name, Lily, right? Lily, yeah. Maybe I'm going to be like Lily now and be on the run and just have fun and just make what I can out of my life and not be controlled by adults who aren't really my family. So maybe this is where the Snow Queen lost Emma. Just out of, you know, uh, it's growing pains, right? Right. I think you brought this up too, though. Why would the Snow Queen want to erase her memories? Yeah, what happened Right. for the Snow Queen wanting to erase those memories to begin with? Right. That's, That's always the question that they're trying to solve, we're trying to solve. 
And so far, we haven't seen any answers to it. But Eliana sent us a theory, which I think kind of answers that question. Ooh, or in a sense, you know, it kind of is a piece to answer that question, I should say. Okay, let's hear it. Eliana writes, my theory is what if the Snow Queen, Belle's mother, and Anna and Elsa's mother were sisters and they had this strong bond. But Belle's mother and Anna and Elsa's mother both won princes, which is Belle's father and Elsa and Anna's father, and they started to make their own family and unintentionally left the Snow Queen behind. The Snow Queen developed a cold heart, which resulted in her having ice magic. And because of her cold heart, she cursed Elsa and Anna's mother by having their firstborn with similar ice magic. She tried to do the same with Belle's mother, but accidentally kills her instead. So the Snow Queen went to the apprentice for help, and he gave her a prophecy about Emma being the savior. And in order for her plan to work, she needed Rumpel's help. And because Rumpel can see the future, he saw that the Snow Queen will ruin his plan for the savior to break the curse. And he tricks her into the urn. But since Hans unleashes her, she went back to the apprentice and he somehow got her into the real world before all the fairy tale characters and Emma got there. She waited for Emma to cross her path, but something happened and she lost Emma. Then she found out Emma was in Maine. And since I'm assuming fairy tale characters could enter Storybrooke, whether they were cursed or not, she waited for everything to happen so she can launch her plans. So we know she wants a family. What if she wanted to create the bond she had with sisters? with Emma and Elsa, since they're powerful like her. They're stronger apart, but could be more stronger together. Well, there's some major bombs in there. There's a lot, because it goes into the relationship that the Snow Queen has with Rumpel that we don't really know yet exactly what it That's is. That's actually one of my key points of to touch on here Yeah, later on in this episode. Right. But uh, one thing that she brings up is her heart turning cold. And having to cast that spell, because as we all know, there's a lot of times where people have made these deals with Rumpel and to curse one another to cast a spell. And I kind of believe that. I, I, I don't know. I just love how Eliana puts this together for us. But that would make a lot of sense in my eyes that she envied and became upon her and she's really angry and very heartbroken. So what better way to get back? at her sister to say you're it's not the end and for that maybe you won't pay the price but your daughter will and you remember too the snow queen kept saying and we don't really know how she got into the urn yet but she alludes to the fact that some like the family that loved her or her loved ones put her there okay again there's a lot to say about what eliana kind of just fed for us but we're going to save it as we go throughout this episode but i believe there's a couple more pieces you still need to read off yeah, just a couple more. Uh, Alina said this was a good episode. Love that there was balance in seeing all the characters interact. Her favorite line was Hook saying to Elsa, if you spent more time in town, you'll find out everyone is pretty much related, hey, which is what you yeah, said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, love that we got more Belle. Um, yes. Understand, right. We understand why we haven't seen her. I guess she's doing a movie, she said, mm. which is why we haven't seen much of her. Again, lo love-hate relationship with Rumpelstiltskin. Loves him, but also hates him. And hopes that when Belle finds out about the dra the dagger, that she will leave him. She's happy that part of her theory was right. That the Snow Queen, a.k.a. Ingrid, wants Emma and Elsa as her sisters. She's kind of hoping Belle's mother was the other sister. 
And did we learn her name because she still thinks it can happen? Your theory is what if Belle's mother wrote the book because we found out she's a writer and that she didn't die and was kidnapped by the ogres? Also, what if Snow Queen's sister Helga is Snow's grandmother and that's why Helga looks like Emma? Dun, dun, dun. Right. So let's go into Belle because that's true. We don't see Belle's mo- mom's body. We don't no. know if she really did die. First of all, I'm just really happy, just like Eliana mentioned, when they started to really dive into Belle, I was I literally said, finally, 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 because what we're four seasons in and only now are we learning what has happened to her past. Because I've always right. wondered, how did she end up to be in in the care of Rumpelstiltskin? Right. Because we all know the Disney version, right? But that's totally different. And here we have it, which is a very suspicious story coming from her dad. Her dad raises a lot of red flags for me. Mm-hmm. It's like, why didn't you don't want your daughter in any pain? So you don't tell her what happened, even though you see in front of her, in front of you, she's breaking apart because she doesn't know the truth. But you withheld it, and finally, oh, let me just tell you about this. And oh, and all by the way, the ogres are on their way. Her dad kind of makes me very suspicious of what happened. Is he holding something back? Is her mom really dead? That makes me wonder that she's not dead. Maybe he had made a deal with the ogres and had to you know, allowed them to take her away. But I'm on the same page. I kind of think Belle's mom is the third sister. We don't, they don't say her name. And if you remember the the rock troll mentioned, nobody knows what happened to the two sisters. So he casted a, a you know, memory erase, eraser <laughs> <laughs> to have them forget what happened to the sisters, which that alone sounds kind of twisted, but... You know, nobody knows. It was a tragedy. The whole town didn't know. So what if, just what if that's one of the sisters, Belle's mom? I'm on with that theory. That was the first thing that I thought of when they, after watching the episode, that Belle's mom is the third sister. And also, I got the feeling throughout the episode that there's a connection with Belle and Anna. You see why, Mm -hmm. because they go to the... They go to the rock trolls together, but it seems like there's more to it than that. Not that she would remember, mm-hmm. but it kind of had that overall feeling that they're not necessarily related, but connected. Do you think if that she did, if that rock didn't fall and break, you think that would have revealed a couple of, of answers that Belle wouldn't have even known to begin with? Absolutely. That rock, it's, it almost seems like that rock broke for a purpose, on purpose. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. the Snow Queen came there. I, who knows? Because she, she seems to know more about everybody. Yeah. And everybody else is left in the dark. Don't you feel bad for Belle that she just wanted the truth? She goes out to seek it, finds herself caught up in a very tragic story. <laughs> she meets this stranger, completely connects with her genuinely. And here she is trying to help her. But then also she loses her to this lady who she has no idea who she is just only based off of what Anna had said. I just feel so bad for her. And, you know, it's one of those moments like, wow, you know, first of all, (laughs) and I even wrote it down. What's up with people just not being forward with the truth up front? Just say the truth. It it saves a lot of problems, a lot of, you know, it just saves that. Yeah, it just saves the problem. So why don't they just do that? But 
I guess well, there wouldn't be no storyline. That... Well, you know, Belle was felt guilty because she felt responsible for Anna disappearing. So that's probably why she kind of kept quiet. You know, all throughout the episode, she she knew of Arendelle and mm-hmm. she knew of Anna. So she obviously knew of Elsa. But I have something to say on that, though. Uh-huh. When they first found out that Elsa was looking for her sister, who did they all go to? They went straight to Rumpel's pawn shop. Right. And she was there. And I think this is probably uh, something that the writers probably weren't thinking at the time. I don't know. But I think they didn't set up Belle's character to have that suspicion to begin with. We never felt that Belle knew anything until this very episode. It's like, oh, all of a sudden she knows about Arendelle. She knows who Anna is. And now it's her mission. When they went to the pawn shop, though, did did she even reveal that her sister was Anna? Yeah, I, I believe so. You make me wonder because well, now we'll have this to go con- back and yeah, watch. There's it. continuity, yeah, not necessarily continuity issue, but like storyline issue. Yeah, you're right. Why didn't wouldn't Belle speak up? Mm-hmm. But again, she felt guilty. But like you said, they never raised that suspicion until this episode. Yeah, part of me kind of thinks that they didn't they didn't introduce that part yet. I'm not sure. I just find, I find the whole Belle story very odd. One, because of her dad. Two, because of the timing it's been presented to us along this timeline where, okay, she, like I just mentioned, they went to the pawn shop. She was there. No idea that we knew or any, you know, usually when they, when a character's up to something or they, they're lying, you get that third point of view and, and you can see, oh, if Belle they knows know something. something. Yeah. But we never got that with her. So oh, there's a lot of loose connections that are now tied to Belle. And I, I think that's what's exciting me. What will be revealed in the coming episodes that has to be connected to Belle? She's key now. She's very she key. She is key. A character that we never really saw or stood in the background. She was one of the more weaker ones. She's just, you know, Rumpel's true love. And I got to slightly geek out again, bringing back Lost. It's like they're bringing the, the Lost characters forward. <laughs> That's right. I forgot she was in Lost, right? Yeah, yeah. She was the young lady who had a baby yeah, and fell yeah. in love with a rock star. Awesome, awesome character. All right, right. Anyways. So I just want to say something real quick about Anna, too. She's kind of like the voice of reason, but her mouth kind of gets her in trouble, don't you think? I love her character. I really, really, really love Anna's character. I love how they wrote her. I love the actress that's playing her. Plays her so well. Mm-hmm. Very likable character. And not she was not only the voice of reason in, in this story, her personal story, but she's very key also into David. Do you remember that? That's right. She brought the courage out of David. I forgot about that. She's a very strong character. And I love that about her. And I love that she is so open, very naive at the same time. Mm-hmm. But she has that hope for others. She wants to, she has that genuine heart. She's a pure of heart again. And unfortunately gets caught up in the mess of it all. Right. I'm wondering though, you know, we see somebody trapped in ice. Like, was it last episode? The Snow Queen has somebody trapped in the ice. I thought it was a sorcerer for a minute. Mm-hmm. Now I'm thinking that could that be Anna? That's probably Anna. We still don't know who that person is, right? Yeah, no silhouette was really given. No, all you see are the eyes. Right. I just thought of something real quick. So you know how there's ogres? Mm-hmm. 
What is that like the Shrek storyline? Are they going to bring that in? <laughs> Not so sure. None of them are green. <laughs> and what if who's the lady? Uh, what's the lady's name in that storyline? The one played by Cameron Diaz. Ugh. Voiceover, at least. Yeah, what is her name? Shrek and... Oh, you know what? It's Fiona. I just remembered. There you go. You think she'll come up in the storyline? We'll have to see. I mean, they brought in the ogre. Yeah. They're bringing a lot of characters into the season. We're only six episodes in. It's a lot. All right, so... What should we go into next? All right. So since I brought up the ogre and Belle, let's talk about Belle, Rumple, and the Snow Queen. So this episode, Belle uses the dagger on Rumple. Here's my question, though. Why is Rumple Rumple not helping Belle out? If he's in love with her, he can swear that, you know, he'll do anything, anything for her. Well, I think it goes back to... Rumple and the Snow Queen's relationship that we don't know about quite yet. I think what he wants to know is what is she doing in town? Like, what is she planning? What kind of curse is she, you know, what is what are her plans? And until he knows that, he doesn't want Belle to go anywhere near her because he knows how dangerous and powerful she can be. Yeah, because there is that one scene where he says, I'm warning you. If you do this, this is the last warning. And then she pretty much says, no, I'm warning you. Mm-hmm. So I want to know what is that, that that out of all people, Rumpel is really standing his ground, not going and doing things for the love of his life because of this lady. What kind of hold does she have on him? That is yet to be determined. That is the big question because it doesn't really go into that. I mean, Aliana has a theory, which sounds like a great theory mm-hmm. and goes in line with their relationship. But what is it? It has to be something so big that he's willing to not help Belle out and he knows how dangerous the Snow Queen is. What do you think about when Belle actually pulled a knife out? (laughs) I thought, how ironic. Here she is thinking naively that she's breaking Rumpel's trust by using the dagger that's not really the dagger on him. So it's but, kind of, and she's so ab- apologetic about it. I would, I would have thought that something would have clicked, but she's so love, love struck or blind with love for him that she trusts him so much. Even the mirror in the lair, mm-hmm. right? She almost, she was on that path of thought. Like, wait a minute, I commanded you. She even says this: "I commanded you to stay, and you came in still." And then he see t- twists the words and said, "No." You just told me to keep on the lookout and I came in because she's on her way. Which made sense. Which that makes sense. (laughs) But come on, that's a loophole. And he knows, we all know. But again, you brought it up. She's very naive, loves him. And because she did get so caught up in her emotions, she acted out and cut him, which that kind of surprised me too. Right. But I think the most thing that really shocked me is that she did want to control Rumpel. I know she was scared, but that kind of broke my heart when she pulled that out on him. It's like, wow. And he even, like when he says that, I gave that to you because I trusted that you'll never want to control me. I was like, oh, that's so cold. But I think it goes with any character. It It's almost as if the ends justifies the means. 
So you, I need to make amends to Elsa and try to find Anna. And I feel so guilty about it that I need you to help me. And if you don't help me, I'm going to make you help me because I need to do this because I feel so guilty. Yeah, they all go through that extreme one way or another. Right. Yeah. So that's that's the whole thing. But everybody, again, everybody's end game is different. Mm -hmm. So the means aren't always as nice, I guess. It just broke my heart because so far, I guess that there are the couple that they've gone through the thick and thin, but you've never seen her act out in any right. form of that way. So when she acted out, that kind of like hurt. I was like, oh, geez, <laughs> this is the bell we've never seen. And sure enough, this is the bell that we haven't seen at all. Right. Her history is pretty deep. Yeah. So it just makes you think, I mean, that guilt is pretty deep too. Mm -hmm. And I still think, you know, as we're talking that there's a bigger connection that we don't know about. I mean, it runs so deep for her to, I mean, Belle is just a caring person overall. Mm -hmm. We all know that. But to for her to pull that out and control him like that. Yeah. I still think it's funny that she doesn't even have a idea or inkling that that dagger is not the real dagger. She will, though. I think so. Well, remember that mirror, too. That mm -hmm. mirror. Okay, so the mirror, as with anything, is powerful in the sense that it raises doubt in oneself. It's like your own worst enemy. And she was getting there for a moment until Rumple walked in. Yeah. My question, too, about the Snow Queen, though, is don't you think she's leading everyone to where she wants to go? She's really one step ahead of everyone. She is dropping pieces of things about Emma and to kind of elude them. So I think she's kind of wherever she wants them to go or lead to or know, she'll drop it. Like that ice cream truck. They said to look for the ice cream truck. And lo and behold, it's in the woods. Easy to find. And she intentionally put it there. And she, she told Rumple that. Right. And she intentionally put all this stuff in there too. Yeah. The big question is, what is her What is her big plan? What is she going to do? What is her hold on Rumple? What is her hold on Emma? And the reason why she... So we know... You know, she kind of wanted to get rid of Anna because she was getting in the way of her relationship to have a family. But. And she wasn't special enough. Yeah, that's pretty. Made her cry. So sad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what is the Snow Queen's plan? And we do, you know, we see the hieroglyphics. I think mm -hmm. at the end of this episode, we, they realize what her her plan is. Uh and they think that it's a spell of shattered sight, which is what the mirror is for. Right. And if you remember, it's for, for it turns everybody against each other. Yeah. Except, as Anna and Elsa said it, except us because she wants us. Right. Notice they're all blonde, too. <laughs> yeah. Blonde with powers. <laughs> Again, I feel like it's a matter of a mental game and believing in yourself and conquering it. And you always have to conquer, like mentally challenge yourself and make sure you conquer any fear, believe in yourself, and that'll overcome any kind of piece of magic. So here's my messaging of, it was said throughout the episode, you know, I like to pull these out and kind of remind us that this is what it was about. Twice in this episode with Belle, number one, magic always comes with the price. Yes, I hear that a lot. And it's always going to be unexpected. It's always going to be painful. It's always going to be not just impacting your life, but many others. 
So that, that was number one. Number two, Belle says, a hero always helps strangers. And then she continues to say, a hero has to sacrifice everything to save the people they love. Now, those two, what is that foreshadowing? That I think it's connected to Rumple. And you kind of hear this twice with Belle. She says it twice throughout mm-hmm. the episode. And then you hear Rumple say it when he's talking to the Snow Queen towards the end. That's right. He says, I'm not going to let you do anything to the people that I love. I will do what I need to do. Boom. There's a sacrifice. He's going to be the one that has to sacrifice something, maybe himself, to save those that he loves because she's getting ready to cast a spell throughout the whole Storybrooke town. That's right. So I think, you know, we have here Belle, the one who's closest to him, saying this twice, reminding us, hey, you know what? When there's a hero, that means they have to sacrifice something. And she says it twice, and then Rumpel kind of repeats it, that mirror image once again. Nice. I didn't think of it like that. Yeah. So I was like, oh, oh no, what's what's to come? Because <laughs> I think Rumpel has done his fair share of sacrificing himself already. He did a couple times, and his own son as well. Yeah, so my question is, is that are they going to sacrifice him, and this is a way for the writers to get him out? No, he's pivotal. You never know. We need him. You know when seasons kind of go in for quite some time, they kill off somebody to kind of regain that excitement they and kind of close, come to a closing end. I'm just saying. I refuse. <laughs> <laughs> we, we need him to say dearies. Well, yeah, we do. Uh, we do, you know, speaking of Rumple, we do see that he pulls out the leverage that he has mm-hmm. on the Snow Queen, which is the Sorcerer's Hat. And you can see her face change quick. But she doesn't back down completely. Nope. She just says, no, this yeah. is your warning. And after that point, we don't see what that conversation. No. He said, do you just want to be another, you know, star on this little hat here? Right. And that it and it cuts. So who knows what they figured out, what deal they made. Yeah. This is a strong message throughout this whole entire episode. It's been repeated throughout. If you watch it again, you'll see what I'm talking about. It keeps, it keeps coming up. It keeps coming yeah. up. And that's their way of saying... Hey, this is what's to come. Here are the crumbs, and we're preparing you. And I was like, nice. "Oh no, this this somehow it's all connected to Rumple. What's Rumple gonna do?" Interesting. Yeah, there you go. All right. Well, before we go, can I just mention one quick thing? Of course. Regina and Robin. Regina, act of true love, is pretty much telling Robin, "You gotta, you gotta let go. Like you have to learn, find a way to love your wife." So that she can become unfrozen. Because she can't find any kind of way to overpower that magic. So again, and you brought this up in the last episode. Why don't they use the sun as the true love's kiss? We've seen it done with Henry and Emma, Henry and Regina, Anna and Elsa. Mm-hmm. But they won't do it. It's like they don't think that. I was like, what the heck? Yeah, That's something's right. cooking on that end. And I just, again, that story is kind of sad. Because you want it them is. together. They're meant to be together, but you have here Regina being very open and honest and saying, I've given it my all and I can't save her. So the only thing to really save her, and maybe, you know, that's one sacrifice right there is to sacrifice her true love for him for the chance of his wife being saved. But if Robin doesn't truly love her, you can't really force it. 
the no, heart you can't. wants what it wants. And if no matter what, and even though he said it a billion times, he says it a billion times that he loves his wife, truly loves his wife. If he doesn't truly love her in his heart, she ain't, she's not going to wake up. We'll have to see. And I, I don't know, being frozen for so many days now, I'm like, isn't she dead? Well, they did. Well, no, remember, Regina took her heart out so it won't freeze her, freeze her over. That's right. That's right. I don't know. I think her, it's her destiny to die. And it is. That, She's meant to die. It will happen. Mark my words. I don't know how, but yeah. All right. We've come to that time. Game changer moment. For me, the game changer is the three sisters being revealed. There are three of them. Anna and Elsa's mother, the Snow Queen, and a third. Now, the rock troll does mention the order of the sisters. So number one, as the youngest, is Anna and Elsa's mom. And then number two, Helga. And number three, Ingrid, which is a.k.a. Snow Queen. Those are the three sisters. Mm-hmm. We don't know what happened to Helga. She's still the missing link. Right. But we do know she looks like Emma. Yeah. Which is kind of weird, but. Mm. More family tree lines to be drawn. Yes. They'll be part of it. Maybe. We never know. That is the game changer moment. And I think we'll end on that. There's a lot to cover here. There was a lot to look forward to. Uh, I really hope that they give us some more episodes before they go on hiatus for winter. Oh, I agree. They got to keep going. I Yeah, I I hate when they go on hiatus. Um, And there is one thing before I want to end the episode, and that is one of the other messages that was throughout this episode is, and not just this episode, it's always been in and out of this whole series. And that is, we can be our worst enemy but all we need to do is believe in ourselves. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's that's what that mirror is. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much your own worst enemy. And you see throughout too, Elsa conquered her fear. Emma's starting to believe in herself. So they're getting more powerful. Yeah, I think that's what the next episode is, is that she's a lot stronger, but then she's inflicted with self-doubt and right. all these things. But that's the strong message. And I think we can all relate to that. Sometimes we just need to give ourselves a break. Love ourselves and be there for one another. So I think I just want to end on that note. And if you want to get more on Beyond Storybrook, connect with us at beyondstorybrook.com. That's it. Until next week. See you later. Mm-hmm.